Welcome to episode 240 of the Uncore Gamers. We're back for another installment. I'm Dan. I'm Adam. And I am Davis. So right off the top, uh, Adam, I have not had a chance to really play through it, but uh, Monster Hunter Rise? Yeah, you uh, Okay, so, man, I just really wish... I mean, okay, it's 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 good and everything, but I just like having it on the PlayStation. Like, I don't know, like, because I feel like, all right, I got to, like, switch over the HDMI. Like, do I really want to play it? Like, I always, like, find myself thinking that, like... Also, I have not played with anybody... Even when I did have it on the PlayStation, sometimes I really wouldn't, I wouldn't really feel like playing unless like people were online. It was like more, I don't know, I was like more encouraged to play it or inclined to play it if like you were online or someone was online playing it. Right. But I think that's just how the game is. Like initially when I first played Monster Hunter, I was like, no, I want to get good at it. So that way I don't get carried all the way and I actually like build up skills. But um, I'm not that far right now. I'm just running like stupid little errands and still trying to figure out like where everything is in the town yeah i noticed uh gail was playing this she was telling me that they brought back the collection quests where you have to harvest stuff or like collect a certain item yeah so yeah i was doing i'm just doing like since i'm not playing with like any of you guys online i'm just doing all like the other like little side quest because i got my ass handed to me in the demo and i'm like shit like I don't know, man. I'm like a little apprehensive about going after a monster. So hopefully they give me something easy. I don't want to go after that water dragon thing. Oh, the Mitsukune, whatever. The fox. Yeah, thing. man. That thing kept fucking me up every time. Yeah, that would be like a later later monster. Yeah. So I don't know. I mean, so Gail likes it? Oh, yeah. Gail's been digging it. I think she's actually going to be playing it uh, in a little bit behind me somewhere, probably. When are you going to play it? Uh, I made a character. But we still we I'm still waiting for on that Switch Pro. So let's talk about that because there's new rumors have come out about the Switch Pro. Uh, who's making their chips? Samsung, something like that. I think was making the the Integra chips. Uh, yeah, I think so. And and you know what? I'm not even mad at the price. Like I don't even know why that's a thing. Oh yeah, let's talk about that. So the price is going to be a hundred dollars more than what the Switch currently is. I think that's what people are upset about. Is that instead of dropping the price of the Switch, they're just going to bump up the price of the Pro. Oh, interesting. But that's yeah. how it is. Even when PlayStation had the Pro, it was a little bit more expensive. I think it was like 50 bucks, but I think they also did drop the price of the original down 50 bucks or something like that. Oh. Make it more, a little bit more equitable. I, I don't, I'm not 100% sure. I don't remember exactly when the, the prices when those came out. Okay. I don't... I mean, I don't know. Nintendo always does this. Like, they'll have, like, the DS, the DSi, the, the DS XL the ds 3d 3d yeah. xl like they, they've always done this like i don't know why anybody is surprised by this and like I, it's not like they went like 150 or 200 dollars more it's just 100 bucks more yeah but reportedly the uh, chip manufacturer is stopping production of the switch chipset and so that's really pushing the speculation that the switch pro is right around the corner possibly end of this year start of next year um because obviously can't can't keep making switches if your chipset's not there anymore. That's true. So they're, wait, they're going to stop making the regular switch like I have, and then just make the new one. Yeah, I believe that's the uh, speculation currently. I, I mean, mean, I mean, they're going to have to because they don't have the chipset anymore. So there's going to be a change somewhere. Yeah, that makes sense. And I wonder, like, if I don't know. I mean, oh man, you got to really see Astral Chain. That's a really good looking game by Platinum Games for the Switch. A lot of people say that that's the best looking game. Yeah, I've heard that too. Imagine how good it'll look on that Switch Pro with, I think, like, some people are speculating an OLED display. Yeah, I know. I'm going to have to sell my Switch and then get the Switch Pro so that way Monster Hunter will look better. Yeah. So it's kind of like, I'm like, oh, I could could pick up a Switch now or, you know, pay full price for a Switch right now or just wait. Let's play Gale's Switch. What are you doing? Yeah. What are you talking about? Are you just teasing the viewers? Well, it's, it's, it's there's that, but she's playing it, and also you know we can't all three play Monster Hunter together. No, okay, that's fair. Yeah. That's but hope. at the same time we need to spend twenty dollars for a year subscription of the online service, which isn't that much. But it's kind of like at this point, being a multi generational household, like a multi console household, it's kind of like annoying to yeah. have to you know pay for the PlayStation. They're, yeah, they're basically de- they're basically dependents at this point, right? Yeah. <laughs> so you can write them off. 
Yeah, it's kind of annoying when I go through network. my emails and I see the charge. Even though it's only five bucks, it's just like, dude, I'd like never even use this thing like online. Yeah. Which but hopefully soon uh, once you get it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, I'll have to get it for Gale. If at the very least she can play Monster Hunter with Gale and she can carry you through some missions or something. She definitely will. Yeah, she's been playing that game a lot more. Uh, she's actually been enjoying it a lot. She even got the new uh, Story of Seasons game in the mail not that long ago. She hasn't even booted it up. Wait, did you guys get the uh, collector's edition? Uh, we got the one, the Story of Seasons or Monster, uh, Hunter? Monster Hunter. No, we got the like the the physical deluxe edition. Oh, okay. Yeah, you got you got those amiibos. You you stoked about those amiibos? No, I, good. I only got one amiibo because I guess the store I ordered from. I guess they said that they weren't going to arrive on time for launch. So I was just like, yeah, I don't even want them anymore. Just give me back my money or put it towards the game. Oh, wow. I mean, so I only have the one that comes with it. Was it cool? I mean, yeah, it's cool. I mean, I don't really know what I'm going to do with it. Maybe put it in my office or something. I don't know. Well, I mean, use it in the game, man. It has amiibo functionality. Yeah, I guess. I mean, yeah, I could do that. I just haven't. I've just been lazy. Well, that's fine. You recently moved into a new place, so I'm sure your life has been a little busy. Yeah, a little bit. Um, but um, I'm like, man, I'm thinking I was like really like diving all the way into Monster Hunter, and then I'm like, oh man, Near Replicant comes out this month. Nice, that's right. Yeah, my that's charge went cool. through for the uh, white box. Yeah, oh, dude. Yeah, I gotta see that thing. Yeah, I'll let you know when it shows up. Uh, Davis, what have you been playing lately? Davis, you have a new announcement as well. I actually. do. I do have a. I do have my big news. Yeah, I, did. I, I mean, you guys can't hear see it because you're just audio listeners. But Davis has a new PlayStation headset. Yeah, and I also uh, got a PlayStation Five as well. Finally, this week after that's not as important, Davis. As a it's PlayStation. not. It's not. But but I have that as well. I just thought I'd let folks know as the tag on the headset is great. It uh, is wireless. <laughs> But it also has a wire that comes with it that I can plug into eighth-inch connectors. So when I want, so it's pretty flex. It's pretty flexible. <laughs> I just fell. My my <laughs> chair just like lost some stability for a second when I did that. You can't see, but uh, my my pitch may have gone up for a second. Play it back. Play the play the podcast back and see if you can figure out where I almost fell over. Yeah, so now Adam has two people he could direct his uh, hate towards. What? <laughs> yeah, you no, don't have I, to... I, I, the only people I hate are the resellers. But I think, okay, so I think Davis was able to get it because I was like, I saw what you got, and I was like, oh, okay, the resellers do not go after bundles. Yeah, or bundles. Or they do very low numbers in bundles. Yeah, yeah, bundles are a lot easier. I did get a bundle, and did it was Did you get from, the physical yeah. or digital? Uh Oh, I got the physical. You know, of the... Yeah, console. So yeah, so I can put in the uh, uh, discs, and it's also got the processing power is like a little stronger, right? In the physical one as well. It's same as uh, the Xbox. I think no, there's no, a no, slight no. difference. Actually, they're both the, the same. The big difference is the disc. But considering that we have PlayStation Four discs that do the yes. upgrades, it's actually yeah. kind of important for us to have. Yeah, discs. that's a big thing. So I don't have to like rebuy stuff I already have and whatever necessarily. So yeah, I got that. I got it from a like a weird. I had a couple like things that it didn't go through on before with some resellers and then tip here's a pro tip how so i did follow like a twitter chain where they're like hey this is going live you know and it's a crapshoot frankly you know some people will wind up getting them some people won't uh i got it from uh should i say where i got it i mean i don't think it makes a difference yeah i don't think it matters okay the one i got it was just hey they're selling at fucking sam's club or whatever, so which like is a not Costco a thing. Type of thing. Yeah, basically for not the immediate thing. But then they post the link like they always do. I went to the link and that link was down because everybody in the world is going to it. Uh, but then I refreshed like once and then I was like, well, I went to the homepage of Sam's Club and I just searched PS5. And then because everybody was still going for that specific link. So I was kind of going, I went through the front door <laughs> where everybody was going through the shortcut and I was able to grab it pretty easily. Like, I had time. I didn't have, like, a saved card with them or anything. So I had to put all my info in f again or for the first time and all that. But it was fine. It all went through fine. Took a little bit to get here because it wasn't something with, like, deluxe shipping. But I got it. 
And so, you know, don't don't forget if everybody's going to the same link, maybe go in and just search for the thing. No, do a quick search if you're not if you're flexible about what model or what you want to get. Yeah, yeah, it does seem like it's slowly getting a little bit easier to pick them up through these online stores. Bit by bit, bundles are definitely easier than the individual consoles, but it's still kind of a crapshoot. You'll probably fail a few times, but uh, you got it. It's definitely interesting. The the haptic stuff is the big thing that stands out, which is mainly Astro's Playroom is the thing that's really using it because it's the demo for that basically. Yeah, but it is it is really cool. It gets me excited for. VR in particular with the new uh, VR announcements they've been making. Nice. Yeah, anything where they finally we're in this generation where they're like making the previous, like the PS4 and PS5 or the Xbox One and the Xbox S or whatever versions of the same game. And it's like once we finally get stuff just like this is just PlayStation 5, this is just Xbox X, you'll start to see more of these things um, built in. And I don't does the uh, I don't think any any of us have this. I don't know. The haptic thing is has made a big impact on me in terms of the potential for it. I know it's underused right now. Is the Xbox, does anybody know if that, that doesn't have any, does that have no, haptic? No, it doesn't have haptic uh, currently. Interesting. I think there's okay. some patents of them possibly coming out with the controller. Has Might haptic. develop it. Okay, cool. Yeah, because I'm trying to, yeah, the things, when they finally develop stuff just for these new generation consoles, you'll really start to see the, the impact of it, rather than when they're kind of splitting their focus with the yeah. designers. And that, it's actually funny that you mentioned, like, when games, when they start to drop off the, the place, the <coughs> previous generation, it becomes only a next generation, or current generation, I guess. I was just, uh, I remember I was listening to a podcast the other day, and they, like, really pointed it out in a way I didn't even think about it before. Returnal, which is a game coming out this month uh, by mm-hmm. House Marquee, that's going to be the second PS5 exclusive game since this thing's been launched. Is the other one just Astro's Astro's Playroom? Uh, no, I don't think they were including that one because it was okay. Uh, it's part of, yeah. no, Demon Souls is the other one. That makes sense. Sure. Yeah, okay. I mean, obviously, there's the PS3 version, but it's not like a cross generational game. No, it's a well, yeah, because they got a different, basically, a developer to make the new thing. Yeah, version right. So that makes sense. So it's Demon Souls and uh, just Returnal. Returnal interesting. Yeah. yeah, that's that. That'll be good. Yeah, because it's a lot of split focus on there, which is it's interesting. But it's that's got to be frustrating for a developer, I would think. Yeah, I think so. I think so. Uh, I picked up Outriders. Uh, I haven't been had a chance to play too much of that. Uh, it's been pretty fun. I have a couple, uh, you know, Gail and a friend from work that we've been playing through it. Um, it's just 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 pure shooting action aggression kind of stuff and it's been pretty fun um i don't know how long how fun it'll be throughout the entire campaign especially if i was like playing it by myself but with friends and stuff like that it's it's, it's pretty fun it's it's a chill game in my opinion yeah i saw you playing it for a little bit yeah um oh i've been playing uh i just beat today titanfall Have you guys played that uh yeah i did play through it yeah i played uh part two it's pretty good i heard good things about part two i think specifically like well just that was that was the story mode a little more elevated too or well, it had a story mode first of all. yes the first one that's didn't. it that i guess that's what i mean oh wait the first one doesn't have a story no it was multiplayer only ah. oh shit i didn't know that yes yeah, so oh. this not the story mode uh that level with the time travel that was probably the best part of the campaign for me that's what it hurt yeah i don't know if you felt the same adam what the level with the time travel was that your favorite level um, that was pretty cool, like how you sw- how you have to switch back and forth. Yeah, that was actually pretty cool. Yeah, I thought so. As did I. Uh, PlayStation Plus games for April have been announced. Let's go oh yeah, that I saw quick. what you're getting. Uh, so f- for PS4 players, Days Gone and Zombie and- Army Four: Dead War are going to be uh, available. Zombie Army is a multiplayer game, so if you guys want to jump in on that, we're all going to have copies of it. I was thinking about that. All right, and also for PS5, Oddworld Soulstorm. So the new Oddworld game is going to be available. Yeah, it's really, yeah, early, because it's just coming out, too. So, interesting. That's something that PlayStation is doing a lot since the PS5 has come out. Destruction All-Stars came out uh, for free on PlayStation Plus when they came out. Maquette came out for free as soon as they came out. And Oddworld Soulstorm... And I hmm. think there might have been like another one. It's probably oh, yeah. they're yeah they're probably just 
it's probably part of a thing to try to push the PS5 itself because yeah. of limited quantities and stuff to try to make it. Here's a you know here's a benefit you'll get this early even though it's super new. But yeah. PlayStation Plus has gotten some serious flack recently over their PlayStation Plus free games, uh, particularly because of a noticeable missing game, MLB The Show Twenty One. Which has what? been a PlayStation game since its inception has finally gone cross-platform. This uh, this next game, and it is available on Game Pass day one. So people are saying like, "Hey, Sony, what the hell? This has been your bread and butter for baseball fans. How come Xbox is essentially getting it for its subscription for free, and yeah. we're not?" Mm. How do you guys feel about that? It's I an interesting really one. Yeah. Baseball, American pastime. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it is the biggest baseball franchise in gaming right now. Yeah, I have no clue. <laughs> I've never played any baseball game. <laughs> All right. Well, let's, let's hit up what the Xbox games with gold announcements are and whether or not you think they should just get rid of Xbox games with gold. Uh, let's see. We got Vikings, Wolves of Midgar, and Dark Void will be uh, available as of now. And Truck Racing Championship and Hardcore's Uprising on April 16th. I mean, what are these games? Does anybody care? Should they just get rid of games with gold? I have never heard of any of these. Personally. Yeah, no, I, I know. I was trying to think, too. I mean, I've heard of Hardcore's Uprising. It's a, it's a Contra game, I think. I'm not mistaken. Okay. Well, there was a Contra Hardcore. But this so is, this like is a game that. from the PlayStation 3 generation. Yeah, that's pretty... That's pretty old at this point. Yeah, you like it wouldn't be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I mean, speaking as none of us have one of these, the Xbox. Yeah, I don't really have an opinion on that. Us too. It's yeah. Yeah, it's it's basically you know like their their PlayStation Plus, right? But it's kind of like if you're gonna, right. if that's what you're putting out, and obviously all your focus is on uh, Game Pass. Right, I've heard much more about Game Pass than I have about Xbox Gold at, at this yeah. juncture. Like certain releases are popular on Game Pass, and people seem to like that one. I I know about that. I don't know really what the difference is with Xbox Gold, and I don't know any of these titles. Yeah, and I've had ac- Xboxes before. I've had two previous models, so it's not. I don't know nothing, even though I haven't. I just didn't do the the one, or haven't gotten the S yet. So, now, are you are you interested in getting the uh, X or the S? I might. It's uh, an interesting question because Sony's the one where the exclusives really have sold me the past couple generations. There are some Xbox exclusives that I liked. I actually like the Gears of War series. Um, I think they're fun. And I have I heard a medium things about 4. I like the first 3. I heard good things about 5. Um, but it's like there's that and I guess potentially if Bethesda does some exclusives or something, if they really push that Microsoft pushes the thing that they bought that company to drive people to Xbox and it's something that might be a thing that sells it. But uh, it's, it hasn't distinguished itself enough yet for me to really want to pay that much for it yet. Okay. Personally. Yeah. I kind of rather just get a computer. I mean, there's that. Yeah, that's the thing that that they always keep kind of coming up against for a lot of things. Yeah, I mean, they they there are some distinctions like the um, the Game Pass thing on computer doesn't have all the games that mm. are available on the Xbox um, side of it. So there's there's some differences with it still, but I mean, like for instance, most recently Outriders is a Game Pass game, but not for PC players. Really? Mm-hmm. Oh shit. I didn't know that. Interesting. Yeah, that was uh, they got in a little bit of heat for that too because people had been like canceling their subscriptions when they announced that it was going to be a Game Pass game. Then, like a day or two before it came out, they're like, "Oh, it's only coming to the Xbox consoles." By the way, but seeing now you wouldn't pay that much for an Xbox right now. How much? How do you feel about paying six hundred sixty thousand dollars for a sealed copy of Super Mario Brothers? Oh yeah, yeah. heartbeat, right? Yeah, yeah. Who is who is who is buying that? <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't know. Who put that price point on it? Like, I don't even get it. Right? Interesting. But so, yeah, that's so that's uh, for those who don't know. This is a sealed copy of the original Mario game for NES, right? Yeah. That was up for auction on some site. It's not just like an eBay thing, right? It's like a leg- this other whole level of uh, sale. And that's what it sold for. It's completely airtight sealed thing. 660000 
Down waters, I believe. Yep. And it had a 9.6 rating. So that's like out of 10, which is a pretty high rating. Okay, wait a minute. Hold on, hold on, hold on. What had a... What's what's the the auction itself is rated at nine no, point or the, the product itself? So it's like comic books and collectible items. They have like uh, these organizations that will rate the quality okay. and the of the packaging and all that stuff. Yeah, and give it a rating. So how much does the so it's out of a nine? How much is it like the original Mario? Like the quality of the game factors in because it's like everybody knows what this is, right? At this point, like right. No, I, I mean I don't think actually. I mean, there's like uh, plenty of games that are trash that get high. Uh, sell points because of the rarity or because they become yes, like cultural true. icons and stuff like that. True. So. Like they get canceled or something at some point like oh this was like a little underground thing and it was not a good game but they only did so many thousand prints. That comes into a thing sometimes as well. Yeah and so then, again that, that's part of the, the thing that came into this is that it's a sealed copy. Yeah. Which is very hard these days to find. Um, can somebody take a picture of that and then just sell like the NFT Right, I've I've recently been hearing about NFTs. Explain that to is me. so fucking dumb. Okay, so here, let's just say right now I take a I take out my phone, I take a picture of you. Okay, now I could sell that, and somebody could just have ownership over that image. So people are just creating just images, and they're like, "Oh, this is for sale," and it's like, "But I could just look at this for free on the internet." Yeah, it's like, "But yeah, but I own it though," and it's like, "Okay, so if I just want to look at, it, I could just screenshot it and just look at it all day." Yeah, but I mean that's cool. But I own it. Like I don't get it. Like ah. as far as I know, that's what an NFT is. This is like in college when you talked about Walter Benjamin and the reproduction of an in of an image versus the original image. Only only you get that joke, Davis. Yeah. Yes, and I a couple no UCSC grads I know, and that's it. And I don't have to go any deeper than that. I just had to drop that knowledge point because that's the only time it's come in handy in the past postgraduate life I've had. <laughs> Well, that's so random. Like, that can't be it. It has to be more than that. That doesn't make any sense to me. Like, how yes, is that even? You own it. Like, that's all it is. That's all it is, dude. Yeah, but what if two people take the same image? You you own the rights to one person's copy of that image. You own the original copy of that image, but it's so, like, what does so that really serve you? Does the other person have to person who originally took it have to delete it completely off their drive and all that? Is that what's happening? Or I. I don't, they have I don't to, know. right? I mean, I guess they. I mean, I guess if somebody's profiting off of the image Look, that hey, they own, Davis, I I will send you the original photo I took. Uh, but but Adam, if you want a print of it, you know, just hit me up. I'll give you a print. But like, I'd have to pay if you whoever owned it. I they would have to pay or yeah, I would have to pay you if I were to use it. Like I don't know. Let's say I made like a stupid flyer, right? Like I don't know. Something well, that's like that. just like a copyrighted. I think we don't know how this works. It's like a, yeah, that it's just like a, sounds like a copywritten copy image, like that's all it like is. Getty yes. image. That's, that's the same. Yeah, no, and then people are making like three D model images, and they're like, "Oh, this NFT is for sale," and it's like, "What the fuck am I gonna do with this?" And I the three D model stuff. Yeah, I'm like, all right, maybe I can put that in the video game or something. I don't know. It's it's weird, man. It's really weird. I don't understand it. I don't understand who's buying this stuff. I feel like. The person that bought an NFT before the hype were the people that were on eBay selling images of PS5s for full price. Yeah. Yeah. We're all we're all over thirty, by the way. Just <laughs> make yeah, it clear. None of this stuff we're makes trying sense to. Anymore. Yeah. <laughs> My day. Uh, actually, I would go back... to the arcade and play Mortal Kombat two, <laughs> <laughs> or Mortal Kombat eleven. Um, did you guys watch? Oh, yeah. uh, did you guys watch uh, Godzilla King Kong, or did you guys watch the Snyder Cut? I've watched both. Me too. <sighs> nope, I've watched neither yet. I do want to watch the Godzilla Kong one. Um, and I the refused... Snyder Cut. Nope. But Why? it's so much better. I don't. I it may be a fan of Ben Affleck uh, as you're, Superman. You're I giving mean, Batman. Batman. You're giving Batman. me more and more reasons now to watch this. Uh, <laughs> It's just, it's four fucking hours. It's more of the same thing. Just it's, watch it in chunks, man, man. I, I, I am glad they broke that up into sections. Uh, it's literally the least you could do. But why is it four by three now? Uh, because his original intention was for it to be uh, formatted for IMAX screens. But it's not how we're seeing it. So who the fuck cares? But that's how he filmed it. He filmed it in four by three, I thought. I don't give a shit how he <laughs> filmed it. <laughs> I care about how I watch it as a viewer. Anyway, 
So your my answer is no. I have not yet. They took out all the stupid little jokes too. Like they they made it like it's not like Marvel at all. It's like super dark, which is why I like it. Yeah, I mean, I have to say half of the half of the Whedon jokes didn't even land. And they took it out um, mainly because he said he just wasn't going to use any footage that Whedon shot, not necessarily because he didn't like any of it. The only bad thing I have to say about it is, that took me out of it were the uh, the green screen reshots. There are a couple was, of those I've read, but not as they, Yeah, and then like once you get over that, but it's crazy, dude. Because like, if you go from watching Wonder Woman uh, 19 whatever. Oh my god, that was so and, bad. Dude, and then, you see her, and then you see her in this and you're like, what the fuck? Like... Damn, that movie is trash. Like, uh, I don't know. That was... 84 is bonkers. There's so much. We could do a whole thing on that, I'm sure. We'll... Yeah. Well, yeah, Wonder Woman, way better in the Snyder Cut. Davis, let me entice you with one more chance. God. Woman straight up (laughs) kills a regular human being in this movie. Literally to dust. Obliterates them. There's no shred of them left except for a hat. Okay. You can't tell me you don't want to see that have any particular feelings about it i have seen photos of the redesigned steppenwolf who still sucks and uh yeah i agree dark seed looks like a big turd with a couple things of weird leotard on him he looks terrible still yeah not like he does in the comics he looks like a rock exciting looking villains like no he's not no yeah Yeah. I, i don't know why they wanted to go dark side so fast but um that's because they do everything too fast. They're like, you know, this, they have the op- that problem opposite that the Marvel has taken its time building up their storyline on there, and DC is playing catch-up a little too much. And when they do individual movies to establish their heroes, it's not bad. But then when they do sequels, <laughs> like from 84, that was not good. 84 was not good at all. I don't it was so bonkers. Ooh. Definitely. Could do a whole thing. It's the same, and it's this. I feel like we've talked about this before. It's just mind-boggling how much worse it was than the other one. Like, how so. can the same director have come up with been a part? Very of strange. That? Very yeah. strange. Yeah. But uh, yeah, no. I am looking forward to the King Kong versus Godzilla thing. I enjoyed Skull Island. Um, the the last the newest King, King Kong. Kong one. Yeah. Uh. And, I don't know, the Godzilla ones, I can't remember if I saw all of the second one now. Uh, but, uh, I don't know, Skull Island was good. If they, I hope they keep a little bit of that energy. Uh, Daniel, you said you saw it? Or yeah. did you both see it? Yeah, I yeah, saw, yeah, it. saw it. Okay. I, I liked it. Um, yeah, I thought it was good, too. I think I think maybe Skull Island is probably still the better of the MonsterVerse movies. Hmm. Um, but they, it has a lot of good characters. It'll be entertained all the way through. Yeah. I mean that's a big that's a good thing because in that was the thing in the Godzilla ones to me the characters didn't stand out necessarily um, besides like oh this is a new Godzilla movie and it's not completely terrible it's like okay that's cool there's some stuff with scale but Guds but the uh, Skull Island one had a couple more notable characters like that I could at least enjoy watching even if I forgot them afterwards they were entertaining as I was seeing them like they were distinct. Enough. I mean, I, I would say you're not watching it for the people at all. You're you, that's true. You're not. Yeah, and but also, uh, what's good about it too is the fights aren't don't just take place at nighttime. Oh, that's good. Yes. Mm-hmm. So yeah, you get to see a lot of detail and stuff like that. That is a good detail. So you get to see like the scope of the fights and the destruction and the the creatures. That is, I'm glad they did that. Then, yeah, for sure. Let's see, uh, Microsoft is cutting the Xbox Gold requirement for party chat and free-to-play multiplayer games. What? What does that even mean? So, if you wanted to play, for instance, Destiny 2 is a free-to-play multiplayer game. If you wanted to play Destiny, you needed an Xbox Live Gold subscription to be able to play it. So oh, they, they oh that's right. Requirement. Huh. And party chat was also locked under Xbox Live Gold, but not anymore. That's cool. That is actually pretty cool. Yeah. Again, it kind of almost seems like they're starting to phase out Xbox Live Gold. Maybe they're going to just make it Game Pass subscription. Yeah. I don't think that would be a bad idea. Simplify it. Mm-hmm. I mean, that yeah, that's just where they're putting all their focus at this point. It makes sense. I feel, I feel like Xbox is trying to gear up for their major, you know, push to establish things. Probably once the consoles become more available as well, but especially with their Bethesda purchase... 
I'm starting to think more and more that they might at least have exclusivity for some bigger titles for a while. Maybe not. They, forever, they've already announced. But, yeah, now that yeah. the deal's officially gone through, they said like, "Oh yeah, of course we're yeah. gonna have exclusives through Bethesda." Yeah, it'll be interesting to see what they do with that. I mean, it'll be interesting to see if they're good. I mean, Bethesda's kind of yeah. taken yeah. a couple hits lately. They have, but but I mean, they are gonna be on the same studio as uh, or in the same umbrella as um the people that originally started making the Fallout games and stuff like that. Yeah, I mean, they're going to have some good backing behind them. So if they actually, if they just put the the focus into it, you know, in the time, they could have something really good. Yeah. Uh, Ghost of Tsushima movie, who's in, yay or nay? Oh, yeah, that's right. I did hear about that. John Wick director. Well, that's, I mean, that's interesting. Uh, the action sounds like that could be good. I mean, I mean it's Davis more can. than just that, but. As a film buff, how do you feel about a game based off of Japanese movies being turned into a movie? Uh, I mean, so if it's through an American studio, it's, oh, I'm uh... I'm pretty sure it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I think my default is to be a little worried. Um, you know, for whatever Sucker Punch did, aside from just the gameplay, I mean, I think they did a lot of research to establish a sense of authenticity, and even I think some of the Japanese game developers or people commented that at least generally for an American game, it was pretty good. There were lapses, but overall more than a lot of other American games, they did a pretty good job to provide the context and the world building. Um, the story is good. Um, they really should not, you know, cut any of that out. They should keep the same kind of focus. I do think that paid dividends with, the acting, the characters, the worlds, and that brought us all into it. So they shouldn't... I can see it going bad <laughs> very easily. So just follow the template of that and simple can keep the basic story, you know. Mm. If they do that, it might be good. But, you know, <laughs> it's hard yeah. to say. How do you guys feel about it? Like, Sony, the Ghost of Tsushima movie, uh, Last of Us HBO series are using the exact same stories from the games. Does that mean? Does that make you guys want to watch it less? I mean, are they though? I mean, I mean, from what they've said, yes. That could change a million times, and especially Last of Last of Us is a show. It's yeah. going to have to change. It's there's some well, episodic. The first, the first season, at the very least, the first season they said is going to be the the first game. Okay, I'll still watch it. I mean, see what's going on. Yeah, it's a good story. So last that makes sense for like one season. Uh, I mean, I think they're gonna they're gonna add stuff. They're going to vary it if it keeps the same basic thing. Uh, the thing is, as as a as a fan, if they do it and they do it well, I'll be excited. Yeah, you know, and they'll always wind up putting something else in. Sushima, I think, is the more. I think it's almost more difficult because one thing with if it's a big Hollywood movie, there's a bunch of compromises that usually come with that, and they've really got to stick to the authenticity of the world in that, and not just throw, like, oh, Matt Damon's the hero in between, in Japan, or something. Like, don't fucking dances with wolves, this it, it, bullshit. Come on, let's be honest. You know? It'd be Tom Cruise. Of course, yes. Well, they did that. Oh, yeah, I'm sure. I wonder, yeah, did that fucking pay off for them? I don't know. I, mean, I, think, uh, I think at the very least, The Last Samurai was kind of based off of a actual European samurai. Loosely. Yeah. Yeah, I think to some degree. Um... But yeah, it's it's always interesting. Uh, I've mentioned this before. I think we're seeing more video game properties like turning into other properties now that they have people are going like, oh yeah, video games have storytelling ability, like now, and Hollywood is like figuring it out rather than just like, oh, this is a marketing thing, which is basically what it was before. It was just like a brand, and then they'll put whatever in it. And then you were lucky if it turned out well. Now, like, we're seeing, again, also late uh, late April, late this month, I believe, Mortal Kombat's coming out, the new yeah, version of that. Film, yeah. Which, you can see the budget behind it. It actually looks pretty good, and it seems like it's... From the impression, it seemed like there's a lot of influence from people who actually understand the game, <laughs> at least. Understand the characters. So, I'm kind of excited to see that. Uh... And basically, also from that Mortal Kombat, the first movie was actually one of the better examples of a video game turned movie. Yeah. I mean, I think for me, the, the Last of Us is probably the one I'm least excited about. 
Just because oh, really? knowing, knowing it was a seasonal thing that's like episodic, I really thought like that's the perfect opportunity to like not do Joel and Ellie. You know, uh, but that's all that The Last of Us is, especially I mean, first season. I think they I do, think you could have done like sense. A, a prequel. You could have done Joel and his brother. Uh, I mean, we talked about that on our podcast. I think for as people who've been through attached to that game from the beginning, that's a certainly a storytelling element that we're interested in because we've been through that journey. I I think they the core of it though is that thing with Joel and Ellie, and I do I do think it's smart not to throw that away, but then not overuse it. You know, that was part of the thing with Last of Us Two, where we were kind of it felt like maybe the more interesting story wasn't just putting Ellie through all these uh, traumas and experiences that maybe didn't feel... Sometimes it didn't feel earned, or it felt like they just forced this character uh, through it. Um, And there's a lot of stuff, and maybe if they go through flashbacks and other stuff with Joel and his brother, there is a whole world, a very interesting world with that. But especially when you're talking about a new show, season one, it's not going to be low budget. You know, they have... Uh, actors from like the Mandalorian and uh, Game of Thrones, like legit folks that they're not cheap now. They've they've landed their own leading roles and stuff. Uh, establishing that main relationship is going to be key. Um, so I do hope that if they get that and they land people who aren't familiar with it, uh, as just that they translate that basic appeal that the game had and the heart of the story had to a large a larger cross-section. If they do that, they have more opportunity to build on that. And that, then I'd, I'd love to see what you're hoping for, and that would be great. I'd love to see that still in games if there's a last another Last of Us 3, which I really do hope there is. I think they're doing a DLC. Well, that would oh, be great. What? Interesting. Really? Yeah, I remember I saw like a video that was like Last of Us, and I, I forget what the subtitle was. And it was like, it looked like um, I remember Gail uh, remarked on that. It's like, oh, it looks like a lot of the stuff that was in the early trailers didn't show up in the game. I was like, yeah, oh, yeah it kind of does. Yeah, there's a great opportunity for it. Absolutely. It was going to be like a Joel. It's like a before Joel died. It looked like it was like a Joel and Ellie like mission DLC type of thing. If they did that, I think it would be smart for sure, because I do think they kind of some of us I think felt cheated of some stages in that, <laughs> you know, in that story. Mm-hmm. Um, not that again, not that it was bad. But that it may be pushed a little much. But anyway, did I did I just blather on for too long about random oh, things? No, no, no. I mean, you are the film buff, so your opinion is is a pretty big on that. Uh, I do think you guys that we should rewatch the first Mortal Kombat and do a special on that. <laughs> no, absolutely, I, we should. You got you I got just that, watched like, it not that long ago. Ability to do that online or something like that, right, Davis? Yeah, totally. Let's do it. and Let's get it out before the debut. <laughs> Yeah, no, hundred percent. Yeah, we should we should do that sometime in the coming week or two. We uh, on we on Adam. We we down. Uh, yeah. I, well, I just watched it like not even that long ago. Awesome. So you're already got your homework done on that. So pretty much. Yeah. I got to redo mine, but I yeah. want to record it. Same here. Same here. All right. So Sony is officially killing off the ability to purchase digital games from the PlayStation Three, PlayStation Portable, and PlayStation Vita stores this year. Uh, I believe PlayStation Portable and PlayStation 3 are ending sooner than the yeah. Vita. Uh, sometime this month or next month, I believe. And then the Vita is sometime in like September or something like that. Yeah, so you got to buy whatever like PS1 games you want to get. Like you got the, what's her name um, from the Mega Man games? Oh, Trombone? Trombone, yeah. I got that game. So that was pretty much the only one I was worried about. Now, Sony did release a statement saying that you can still download games you've already purchased but you just will not be able to purchase new games after these dates oh interesting okay. um, interesting yeah which is you know throwing people up in arms saying like yeah see this is why digital is all bad uh, that's why physical is better because you, know, you have to worry about not being able to buy your games anymore it, it is it is interesting it also is comes soon after people say uh this this, is, this has been talked about in the past but it's been uh it's come up recently Actually, right before this announcement was made, that uh, there's rumors of there's a patent from Sony showing um, basically like emulating PlayStation Three and Two and One games on the PlayStation Five. It's also one about using a banana as a controller. <laughs> yeah, 
So people are uh, speculating that they might make, officially make the announcement. So they're shutting down these stores, or they're going to make all the games purchasable through the PlayStation 5 store. I think, I mean, that makes sense to me. I mean, I would think that anyway, Sony could make money, they would do it. Um, I think it's probably about maintaining another expenditure, is kind of my thought. And the PlayStation 3, you know, PlayStation 4 has been out for a while now. It, it Like, it kind of makes sense to yeah. start to at least transfer some of these things over or have something to do. So, I mean, yeah. I don't. Yeah, so I, I never was online on PlayStation 3. I didn't really do the PlayStation Network thing until I was a, on PS4. So I, I definitely dislike the thought of losing a bunch of games that were maybe exclusive or not adapted you know, from that. But if they can port it over somehow and let you get that license through that, I would think they would want that. Yeah, I know as one, one person I was listening to on the podcast who has had a little bit of experience of... Uh publishing games on playstation was saying that like this could just be a move i mean because technically sony has to have these like contracts open for all these games this could just mm. be them cleaning house and cleaning up like their budgeting uh side of the business yeah yeah i would imagine having like playstation 4 catalog is like massive playstation 5 is gonna encompass a lot of that and the new stuff so it would it makes sense to me I hope it's that, so and that it won't just be like that. We'll lose some of these things, but yeah. All right. Anything you want to talk about, Adam? Uh, no, I was looking for stuff right now, but uh, no, I don't really have uh any news. Um, I mean, I watched no. the uh, idea Xbox Twitch thing that uh Xbox did on Twitch Gaming, whatever, and uh, it was a lot of interviews. Um, there's there's some interesting announcements. A lot of it was stuff we'd already seen before, maybe like a little bit of a deeper dive or with an interview from a developer. Uh, Guacamele- um, Drinkbox Studios, the people that make Guacamele, announced a yeah. new game, uh, Nobody Saves the World, which so far, so far has no PlayStation release announcement, and that really bummed me out because I have the Platinum and all the games that had a Platinum. I think they'll get it, but yeah, I hope. That looked... That looked kind of interesting, because that's like you turn into different, like, creatures and stuff, but it's like a semi-RPG thing? Yeah, it's, semi? like an, it's, it's an action RPG, but instead of leveling yeah. up, you just unlock new, like, transformation abilities. It looked interesting. Yeah, it looked like it could be fun. That initial impressions <coughs> seem to be positive as well. Uh, Doom 3 came out with a VR mode, uh, where there's a VR copy of Doom 3, which apparently people are enjoying it. That's pretty cool. Uh, we forgot to talk about the the VR, the new VR. Is there a new feature or new VR? Talk about it, Adam. Talk about it. All I know is the new controllers. Hopefully, they're way better and they're able to pick up everything tracked by the camera. Hmm. Um, and then they have um haptic, right, Dan? They do have haptic features similar to the oh for the VR ones for the VR for the new VR controllers. They kind of, they kind of look like a like a spheres around your hands. Yeah, if you think of like a sword, like a like a rapier um, handguard, mm. imagine something so like that. We don't have our Johnny Mnemonic, just like yeah. There's no more glowing gloves. Ball. No, we don't have the gloves yet, unfortunately. Ah. But they do have a thumbsticks finally. Oh, okay. I could see that working. Interesting. Yeah, yeah and we don't know. Of... Like that, I guess. I yeah. Know. So it's got like a, a grip button. It's got a grip button using your yeah. middle finger. It's got the uh, thumbsticks, the yeah. two buttons, kind of similar to like an Oculus Quest one. Sure. Yeah. But, I mean, um, we've had the uh, yeah, we've had those dual sense kind of controller layouts for a while now. So yeah. And also, it's funny you mentioned the camera. There hasn't been anything so far to suggest that it even uses a camera for tracking. Okay, I mean, I was just guessing because I have no idea how it's gonna pick it up. Um, I think it's gonna be similar to how like the Oculus Quest picks things up because that doesn't that has like it's what's known as inside-out tracking. So it uses like positional data and it has cameras on like the outside that can kind of see it too when it's in view of it and stuff like that. So it uses all these uh, data points to kind of track where it's at. Hmm. So there's a lot of speculation that it might be going that way. My speculation is that it, it says it uses one core to connect. Right, that's that's the, the tagline. It's not official. That's kind of like an example they were using. That you know, instead of being like five cords that connect to your PlayStation, it's just one cord that'll connect to your PlayStation. I'm wondering, and if they really wanted to make an upset in the market, I think this is the way they would do it, because it presumably would connect through USB-C, make it adaptable with computers too. 
So then you have you buy one headset, you can use it on the PlayStation, and you use it on your PC. Yeah. Wait. Did they they reveal the headset? They have not revealed the headset yet. They've revealed um the controllers, and they've mentioned that the headset's coming. And the the updates have been kind of frequent compared to like the last one. Yeah. So like, hmm. I don't know. It should improve the other games that are already out, right? Yeah, it would. It would be you know, obviously everything about it would be better. Um, and if the developers want to to boost it for you know do their PS5 patch update, I guess you could say, then they would should be able to get a better. I wonder if do you think they'll bundle it with the new uh, Resident Evil? That's the thing. They still have not said that that's going to have any VR capability in it. Yeah, but they stayed silent about VR for like a long time and but, like, like wouldn't it, answer any questions about it. It makes sense if they were specifically designing it for PSVR 2. They can't say anything about it, right? They had to wait for Sony to make an announcement. Yeah, I uh, honestly, I think they are. I would be surprised if it's not. Because everybody was like, wait, what? The last one was. Why isn't this one? Right. Yeah. I mean, I mean I'm sure they're testing it with it, for sure. I, I think I think considering like how that was such a big point to the last one, maybe maybe not a lot of people use this. So they didn't. They said, "What's the point?" But I mean, it was like a big talking point for the last uh, Resident Evil game. Yeah. It's it was too scary. They, they about all it. were feared. Yeah, no, it definitely brought like a lot of attention to it. Like even if people weren't gonna play it, they were like, "Oh, you know, you could play this in VR," and like just getting the word like word out there pretty much by using like that marketing tactic. Yeah, and it was a full-fledged AAA game in VR that you play uh-huh. from beginning to end in VR, which is big. And there's, it's still the yeah. second one would still be one of the very few games that let you do that as well. Yeah, it makes perfect sense. You'd think they'd push that, but I guess we'll see. It will, I would assume it probably will at least what? eventually, but you'd think you'd want it to make a splash like coming out early with it. What happened yeah. to that free-to-play game we were all supposed to play, but none of us ever played together? Oh, which one? Is that Remnant from Ashes? Yeah. Oh, Remnant from the Ashes, yeah. All I did was get past to the, the point... demo and then where you could play with other people and then that was it. Yeah, that's what I did too. I, I got there and like same thing. was online at the same yeah. time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was the same thing I did, yeah. I thought, was, I thought you guys okay, were playing with like Chris <laughs> It was kind of clumsy. I didn't hate it. I didn't love it. It was pretty medium for me <laughs> when I did that part. Like, yeah. Yeah, I was kind of the same. Like, I didn't feel like I needed to keep playing it by myself. I was like, oh, maybe it'll be more fun with more people. Yeah, I mean, it kind of reminds me of, like, Code Vein. But I was like, I should just be playing Code Vein if I'm going to play it by myself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Especially since you actually bought that game. Get your yeah. money's worth. Yeah, it was pretty good. Yeah. I, mean, I would say it's an easier Souls game. Like, still punishing, mm. but not nearly as brutal as Souls. Sure. Interesting. I still... I got the uh, Scott Pilgrim that has four player, right? I thought oh, so. I thought that you can't play. Is it not? You, you have to be sitting next to somebody like couch co-op, right? Really? Oh, oh weird. I, don't, I don't know. Actually, I haven't. I thought they enabled it for. I thought they enabled more like four player for the online. Uh, Davis, I thought there was well, a big. I think they might have said he's not coming to the mail until at least May. Really? Oh. Why, they released games. what they released it with the. Uh, they released know. a physical copy, yeah. And considering this game has already been taken off of the store once, that was I why like, I got it because I was just like, yeah, yeah, no, that's why I got a physical copy. I was like, uh, yeah, but know. I already downloaded it. <laughs> now I have that, right? <laughs> I guess so. I guess so. But it's just like, like maybe want to get one. Also, if they do it again, it kind of becomes a collector's item in that regard. I guess. I mean, look, honestly, it's okay. It's not blowing my socks off, but it's okay. <laughs> uh, you guys looked at um, limited run games. And seeing like what they have on there lately, I I am not a fan of what they have on there. You don't. Uh, you're no more here. You're not a no more heroes fan. That's true. That's the only thing that maybe piqued my curiosity, but I've never played any of them, so not hear... enough to make me want to go and like. Spend yeah, that's when I've never played it. I hear that that franchise is kind of interesting and fun, but I haven't done it yet. Yeah, that's the uh, Nintendo game that uses profanity, violence. Like sexual, sexual innuendos. like yeah, it, yeah, a lot of sexual innuendos, uh, drug and alcohol use. For a day, but... that you physically partake in, Davis. You physically, partake oh, in. that you physically partake, Davis. In. Let now me show different. you how you yeah. how you would charge it on the Wemo, and they, they kind of do the same thing when you have it like in your hand. You you do it like this. <laughs> <laughs> That's how you charge your lightsaber, yeah. and he holds it like down here and does it. It's right. Really... Yeah. So and when you take a bath, everybody, you take everybody a shit. listening. Uh, 
Adam did like an up and down motion with his hand, and then he showed that it happens around the pelvis area of the main character. While yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then, uh, yeah, you're also obs- like your character is obsessed with uh, this like teen witch anime series, and you could <laughs> I don't know it's I don't know it's such a weird game like you have to cut grass to earn money so you can get money to like <laughs> do your next job or get rid of pests or you can do other things but yeah there's just like i guess like because the guy who made the games was like i wanted it to be like you were actually working like yeah <laughs> so i made it so <laughs> that's, what we all, that's what we all want from video games I'd, hey it worked for uh shenmue shenmue yeah <laughs> Any, did any of us play Shenmue 3? Oh, uh, I just watched people. I own it, but I just... No. Uh, <laughs> oh, you did own... So you did get a copy or something. Yeah, I, I did get Shenmue okay. 3. I think you, I, it's always oh, on yeah. sale, too. Um, oh, yeah. Because yeah, yeah, But the yeah. nostalgia isn't there. And that was the, that's the only game I've yeah. ever backed. And I was like... Uh, now, yeah. Correct me if I'm wrong. Yeah. I think I heard that it also did not finish the storyline either. They they put like, nope. another cliffhanger. Another yeah, cliffhanger. and that took forever for like what came, what they produced. Like that took so long to come out. And I think they only did yeah. it because all the backers were like, "Dude, what the fuck?" Yeah, yeah. That's uh, boy. There's an interesting tale in and of itself, Shenmue. Yeah, it is. It is a thing. It is a thing. Guys, I'm gonna buy a new TV. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna dip my foot into the 4K Do it. HDR TV scene pretty soon. I'm gonna get that LG G1. Well, now it's worth it for you. All right. Yeah. yeah. Right. All right, uh, Davis. Are are you interested in getting the 4K HDR TV? I think I have a. F- I have to look at the model number. I bl- I think the one I have is a f- is a 4K. I don't know about HDR. I don't know about all the details. Um, I mean, I I can check. tell you right now, it doesn't have the 2.1 HDMI connection for that. Probably. Oh, probably not. No, you're you're right. You would be right. Uh, yeah. No, that would be good. Uh, I have a I have a thing. I would like to take this opportunity to uh, pressure Daniel to get control. Uh, I have on it. PS4 yeah, everybody and uh, start diving into that. Yeah, right. Because he said, yeah, he said earlier today that you were also getting on about that. I'd like us to just team up right now and uh, peer pressure Daniel Dude, about it's a good playing game, man. Control. It's a. It was highly slept on. No, no, I understand. I just I haven't played a lot of single player games because usually if I have time to play games, I have like an hour. Oh, you can make some progress in control in and out, dude. It's like There's still, it's really? like you're like on some Jedi you shit, you do. dude. It's fucking tight. Uh, yeah, it is almost like a Star Wars game in terms of the powers without a lightsaber, like with a gun instead of that. But you have a lot of similar kind of stuff there, and it's on your PS5. Do the ultimate edition. It, it, oh, it looks great, yeah, dude. It's like uh, I don't know. It's kind of like eerie kind of like stranger things a little bit mixed with like some star wars elements uh mixed with like some twilight zone stuff um i don't like very like psychedelic at times i don't know they got two dlc on the story too so you get a little extra boost at the end of the main through line yeah that's true that's true i will i will suggest to you guys if it's still available i'm not entirely sure but the outriders demo what lets you play through like the first couple missions and side missions it was basically okay. the full game the first chunk of the first of the full game i and would do a demo play, you could play a multiplayer so you could play with each other well you could play the demo I would check out a demo. yeah because it was basically it was just the, the beginning of the game okay what's the what is like what is like the type like the genre uh it's 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 just like a running gun essentially okay um because you, you have powers and stuff like that um but like you you heal. You don't have healing items, but a lot of your abilities, depending on the class you pick, that's the thing. You have to get to the point where you pick a class, and then it becomes multiplayer, which is pretty early on, especially if you're the type of person that skips cutscenes. But um, you you get powers depending on the class you pick. So like you might get you might start healing if you shoot somebody up close, if you kill somebody up close, or you might uh, heal if you kill somebody with one of your abilities, depending on which class you go with. So it encourages you to not sit back as much in the gameplay and to just kind of be a lot more aggressive with combat. Okay. I'll check it out. I mean, it's a demo, so fuck it. The only thing I'm going to waste my time. Um, yeah, dude, I got Titanfall because your boy highly suggested it. Tim Rogers. He said it was a fantastic yeah. game. 
And so I was like, and I, I think he said it was like on sale. And so I was like, all right, cool. It's been on sale like twice. Uh, the first time it was cheaper, but when I bought it, I think it was like five ninety nine. But at one point it was like. Is this three. the sequel though, or the first sequel? Yeah, sequel. Yeah. yeah, it goes on yeah. sale a lot. I remember yeah, I, I picked it up when it was a bundle with play, uh, Battlefield One, which I also had good things said about it. Yeah, fucking Battlefield One. I yeah, long. I have that. <laughs> Didn't make it as far through as I wanted. Oh uh, yeah, I managed to beat that one. Um, you know, actually, here's one, one more story because just because of how fun, it, because Davis, I know you love it. Why don't you tell everybody what happened with the Suez Canal blockage if they don't know? Oh God, the fucking Suez Canal blockage is how does anyone not know but i mean it's such a fantastic thing about where this uh this of course the the giant boat that was just uh hauling a bunch of freight somehow miss uh aligned while trying to go through the sewage the suez canal which is uh, a major canal for freight and it just jammed on either side and we've been out like how many millions or billions of dollars of freight for like a week or two I'm not sure, but I can tell you right now that it did delay the Analyst Pocket, which is a uh, third-party handheld device that could play Game Boy, Game Boy Color. I was wondering what products specifically were being backed up because of this, because I knew we'd get names. (laughs) Yeah. Get names. I think think whether or not it was actually being backed up or not, most companies are like, oh, yeah, delayed because of this thing. Uh, (coughs) Yeah. Yeah. No, we, we really wanted to get it out on time. Oh, uh, so Suez Canal, Suez Canal. Yeah. It's, it's, it was on the boat, it was on the boat. Oh, I just found out Little Nightmares 3 has been confirmed. Oh, yeah. I haven't played either of those. Have you guys... Um, I've seen people the, play them. It looks gorgeous and yeah. disturbing. Uh, the design, it looks great, visually. Yeah, it's uh, like, I don't know how to describe like that style of animation. It's, like, it's almost like 3D claymation, kind of. Yeah. It has like that weird depth that claymation has, almost in shape or texture. Yeah, it's um, they're pretty fun, like little puzzle platformer games. You should definitely. They also, I think you can get the first one for. Uh, you can find it like pretty cheap now. Yeah, I've seen it on sale for a bit, like five bucks or something, and I think I heard decent things about Little Nightmares too. I've been getting more into a couple of the uh, little story based things that are like platformer or i've been playing spirit fairer i don't know if anyone has done that one yet but that no is also one i recommend uh it's not really a platformer as such but it's gorgeous 2d animation uh like a like a fucking animated movie (laughs) the the way everything is moved and animated I mean, is there, what what is the gameplay like? I know it's like you're you're transferring souls or fit, mm-hmm. doing their last rites on Earth or whatever, something like that. But it seems like yeah. a lot of talking. There's definitely like some discussion or talk. There's some repetitive activity in terms of like keeping like their their souls or their needs happy. But with the soundtrack and the look and the animation and the mood, I would say it's definitely a mood a mood piece and an exploration thing. Because you can explore uncharted areas on a map and uh, find activities like that. Um, it's something, well, the way I've been playing it, I've been playing it later at night, like before bed, mm-hmm. basically. Where it's kind of like a calming or like a ritual experience. Because that's basically what you're doing for these characters, is you're trying to satisfy like their their ritual or their experience before they proceed on to the next stage of life. And it's kind of calming, if that makes sense. Right. Okay. It's one of those that has a, a, a good emotional content without being like overwrought or anything, but I think it'll stay with you. So, uh, did you guys hear about the PlayStation 2? Um, there was like demos and unreleased game files that got released into the... There was over 700 of these games. Um, prototypes and demos and stuff like that that got released into the internet like no. archive database. So you can like wow. download them and play these uh, games through an emulator oh interesting that's like just internet archive yeah i think it, i think website. it's i think it's internet archive i'm not sure but it's basically it was just like a big uh online preservation push mm-hmm. which you know is still a very hot topic as to whether or not it should be allowed or not and in fact there was a developer that made a stance on it that said like because people were saying like um especially with, like the mario stuff recently where they 
stop selling it as of the end of March. Yeah, then the three oh, yeah. stars. Fucking and... idiots like, oh I'm selling it for a thousand dollars. Yeah, it's Jesus being scalped. Christ. It's like I yeah. mean people are throwing obviously like unrealistic prices, but then there's some people that are, you know, doing a twenty dollar markup on it, so it's selling it for like seventy or eighty. Yeah, that's yeah, that's pretty stupid. That I don't know, yeah, the fact that if it enables opportunists like that is really frustrating. But yeah, like basically one of the things was uh so this uh developer producer, I'm not exactly sure. I don't remember. I think it was like David Jaffe, I think, who did Twist the Metal or something like that. Okay. He, ba- he basically familiar. said like um over the topic of is it is it morally okay to pirate a game that's no longer available? You know, like with the PlayStation Store going down and um with Nintendo not selling to just for whatever reason that you can't even buy digitally anymore. Not selling this out, Super Mario Three D All Stars Collection anymore. Is it is it okay to do that at that point? And he said, "No, it's not." And he used he used an example of like if I have to, if I bake two loaves of bread and I eat a loaf of bread and I leave a loaf of bread and I let it rot, it doesn't give you the right to break into my house to seal the loaf of bread. Yeah, it does because you've wasted a loaf of bread. But also, and if someone's starving, that's absolute fucking bullshit. Say, and David Jaffe can shove something up his fucking yeah, ass. Yeah, like let's say, let's say, okay, I want to buy that half <laughs> a loaf absolute of bread from you, bullshit. right? And you and you you have it on a Wednesday, and I don't get paid until Friday, right? <clears throat> so because I don't get paid on Friday, I can't get this loaf of bread now that it's Friday. Now it's expired. Like you know what I'm saying? Like some people, not everybody yeah. has a switch. And like let's say like like Dan, they're waiting to get a switch. Now, because Dan doesn't have a Switch, he didn't buy a Mario 3D All-Stars. Then when Dan gets a Switch, Dan can't Now Dan you never will, Dan. How do you feel? I mean, you can buy it, but you have to buy it from some asshole, probably. But, like, but... I mean, I think that's the thing. I think Nintendo's like, hey, if you don't have a Switch, you can buy it now. Otherwise, you're going to miss out on your chance. I mean, I did buy it because I do have access to a Switch. You have access. But still. Yeah, yeah. but still. Yeah, the analogy is... Or let's say you didn't yeah. even think about getting a Switch at the time. And then eventually, like, a, in a year or two, you're like, oh, yeah, I want to switch. Hey, wh- where's that game? How come I can't ever find it at GameStop? Like, What if you were on a desert island, and before you left, Mario was your favorite uh, video game character, <coughs> and then you're stranded in the Philippines on some isolated island, you're finally rescued, and you're like, Jesus, I just want to play the newest Mario. And then you're back the day after it goes off of the Switch store. Dude, but, there, but really, though, like, Rule of Rose for PS2, am I ever going to play it? If I don't buy it for like two hundred dollars, like no, I'm gonna pirate that shit. I'm not gonna pay like two hundred dollars for a game that I want to try out. That's right. kind of weird because right, it, it, using David Jaffe's analogy, right? Let's say somebody somebody bought his loaf of bread and they held on to it until it was uh, rotted and green and whatever, and then they sold it to somebody else for two hundred dollars. He's still not getting that money. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's, the, that's the confusing thing in the analogy. It's like, yeah, what's the benefit of letting something go to, well, rot? It, it, it should be available in some way. <laughs> like, yeah, I mean, like his I'm, his his point is that like it's my it's my loaf of bread. I can do with it what I want. No, if fuck I want you, to. you. D- yeah. No, that's fuck you. What are you talking about? <laughs> it's a loaf of bread. Bread is bread. <laughs> and if if it's not if it doesn't exist in some way, it's like you know it's rotted, and I want it to rot and wasted for no one to enjoy it. Fuck you. And then if you were that, there's there's probably starving paupers out there. That's a shitty analogy, and you're a shitty person. For I mean, that's basically that how, you, how you get taken to the guillotines when you start talking like that. Exactly. <laughs> you're like, I own that loaf of bread, but there's this pauper with a guillotine outside. <laughs> he requests this. Like, no. Well, I think we know what's happening. <laughs> Think what I think we know what's going in that slicer, and it's not the bread. It's <laughs> not the bread. Uh, we don't f- advocate violence on this uh, podcast. No, but what it. a <laughs> no, no, but what a dumb fucking analogy. Yeah, no, it was. Not. <laughs> it was. Uh, That's an idiot. I mean, like I, you understand, like yes, it's his property. He can do whatever he wants with it. But at the same time, is like, why do you care? It you know, like why? Why do you not want people to play the thing that your team spent years like putting down? Like, sure, maybe you don't have the access to sell it anymore, but why wouldn't you want people to play it? It's probably some other way of phrasing it he probably could have used and that was like about the worst one the worst possible but there are things that could be debated but like if no one's making money off of it and it's just disappeared and people are just interested to play the thing you made there should be a way to do that right it's period like, period it's weird because it's like it's it's an art form and you know artists yeah. 
they like people to experience their work. Yeah. I mean, sure, they like to make money off of it, but at the same time, they, you know, like, put it in a museum, they're fine with that, right? Nobody gets mad at a museum for having, like, Monet's in it. Yeah, it's just a way for the original people to compensate that absolutely you should, but it's also, I think everybody agrees that there's, like, a collective goal to produce a thing at the end. So, that's also, and once time has passed, like, everybody fucking plays Asteroid for, like, fucking free on... <laughs> any computer or whatever enough time passes this is the basic thing and this is the artifact it becomes an artifact that yeah. then it's like the point is the experience of what it was at that time you don't just freeze where you were and then live off of that forever as sad as that fucking is well get a new gig David Jaffe what the fuck are you doing <laughs> alright guys uh, that's all I got for this week uh, I think I think uh, I think our homework is uh, to play some uh, some games together this week. What do you guys think? Like what? Uh, I mean, if you guys download the Outriders demo, if it's still available, hit me up. I'll, I'll yeah, I, I can presumably I can still play it with you guys. I'll check that one. I can check that one out. I have Remnant. I haven't done anything with it. If you want to try, yeah, I, I have. That. Yeah, I think uh, we're all at the point where we can do multiplayer on that as well. Also, um, I. You guys at home, you might want to check this out. I don't know if it's still available, but PlayStation Now was doing like a one-month trial for new subscribers. Mm. So you paid a, a dollar for a one month of PlayStation Now. So I have that. So I currently have like World War Z downloaded, and there's some multiplayer games on there that we might we might be able to be like, hey, I have this game. Is it available on PlayStation Now? And I could download it or something like that. I see. Also, when are we doing? Let's. When are we doing our? We could cut this out at the end. When are we doing our Mortal Kombat episode? <laughs> We know when I need to watch it by. I don't know because apparently we have we have Davis, you and me, we have a Godzilla watch party that we might be doing this week as well. I can fit two in. <laughs> Let's see. We got we have to figure out what times are available for what, and then uh, we'll hit up Adam and figure that out. Sounds good. All right, everybody. Thanks for joining us this week. Uh, we'll catch you next time that we record. Hopefully, a little bit more frequently, um, but we will find out when that happens. Bye. All right.